Welcome back, daring leader or joy facilitator. Ah, this is Jack 2.0 welcoming you back to the new and improved and upgraded Joy Lab leadership and biohacking journal. I have rebranded the podcast because the Party Science Lab didn't do justice as to what I actually talk about in this podcast. So listen on to gain insights from your random thoughts, to get more joy from your food, and write personal notes to your loved ones. Ah, oh, So, side note, I introduce myself as Jack 2.0. This is because I came out of an eight-day darkness retreat uh, on the 24th, so I have a new birthday. Uh, January 24th, 6.28 a.m., I spent eight days reflecting on my childhood, pondering really big questions, and experiencing a severe form of homesickness and boredom. And I wrote, and my life inspiration, so a part of quick wisdom, life inspiration, I wrote a 3,000-word letter to my new self about my experience in the retreat. And I used this writing process to integrate everything that I experienced in the retreat. So writing to remember. One thing that came up again and again and again is the comparison between entrepreneurial Jack and childhood Jack. And it's related to time scarcity. So when I was a child, I mountain biked, I skied, I played games, and I didn't have a lot of time scarcity. I wasn't in a rush because there was a lot of time to play. When I became an entrepreneur, I cut out all my sports, all the games, and I developed this sense of urgency and time scarcity because I I was trying to be productive so much. And so I realized in my darkness retreat, and this is one of like 20 insights in this letter, I realized that uh, I stopped doing what I really enjoy and I stopped having fun because I had this toxic productivity mindset so well known to the West. Okay, so new perspective this week. My friend and mentor, Marco Benito, he is the author of The Circling Guide. He just arrived in Guatemala and we discuss authentic relating and how it has uh, really elevated Marco's facilitation style. All right, so my insider invitation this week is to a recurring workshop called, uh, it's called Run Vitalizing and Joyful Meetings. And it's going to be recurring. I'm going to do it every month. And it is at the end of the month this month. So it's going to be the last Thursday of every month. If you'd like to join, just send me an email. It's by donation. And it's going to be a lot of fun talking about principles of running awesome experiences. The paradigm shift for this week is from my host from the Darkness Retreat. The Darkness Retreat is called the Hermitage. 
he says, I was, I was actually eavesdropping his lecture outside the retreat center at like 7 in the morning. The answers are within. We're told to find fulfillment, but we already have what we seek. This is what darkness teaches us. So when we just sit with ourselves for long enough, we can find joy. We can find peace. We don't need to do things. We don't need to become someone. We don't need to be somewhere to experience joy. Uh, this is what I'm grappling with right now because, you know, I've had this really intense self-improvement mindset for so long and I've always wanted to be better. All right, joy principles this week. I've added a new principle category, so get excited. So for evoking joy in groups, practice non-interference. So this is the whole philosophy behind the darkness retreat is you let people sit in the dark with their thoughts, with their meditation practice, and you don't interfere with their spiritual development. So oftentimes facilitators will be too hands-on and they won't allow their participants to do things on their own, uh, figure out the trajectory of the workshop or session on their own. And so practicing non-interference is about getting out of the way, creating space for your participants to figure out their problems, allowing your participants to guide the sessions, stop controlling where it goes. Um, the tool here is assign small groups and direct your participants to come up with their own way to accomplish their objective. Another tool or game that I recently played during uh, a retreat was called the game game. And you're put into groups of three and what happens is you each can't you each have a time to there are Guatemalan locals screaming outside distracting me <laughs> the game game so you each have a turn to introduce a game to the group and facilitate it in the group so the group decides what games to play and each person has a game to introduce to the small group all right joy in relationships writing love letters. So I, I recently sent off one of these to my semi-stepmom. And this, this insight came from a moment of sorrow. I was crying. This is in the darkness retreat. I was crying. And I, uh, I wrote this love letter to um, a woman in my life. And uh, it was a surprise. I wrote it in her journal on like the very back page and she didn't know I had written it and she finally found it and approached me about it and she said it really made her cry and so in the darkness retreat I was visualizing this person crying to the reading my love letter and I started crying and I started to realize how few love letters I had actually written for my dad my mom family best friends and it led me to declare that I was, I'm going to write more love letters to my best friends and to my family. And I, I want to empower people in this formal way. So the tool for this is spend 10 minutes reflecting on acts of love and generosity toward you. And finally, there you have your list of people to, to send love letters to. All right. New section. 
joy in the mind. Filter your thoughts for gold. So in the darkness retreat, I spent eight hours each day for eight days straight practicing open awareness meditation. And this is when you watch your thoughts and filter them for inspiration. And eventually gold alchemizes. <laughs> so this is the idea that when we're aware of our thoughts, we actually realize how much insight is in our thoughts. When we actually watch our thoughts, when we're daydreaming, we're not aware of the insight. We're, we're just kind of in this stream of consciousness. We're not actually watching our thoughts. We're more so in them. So being a third person observer and watching our thoughts, filtering them for gold is uh, what I did during the darkness retreat. And if you read my, my letter to my new self, there's a bunch of insights on there on like how I want to steward my wealth differently and whatnot. So the tool, spend 10 minutes doing nothing. Don't move, don't multitask. Watch your thoughts with a notepad nearby. All right, body. Do nothing but enjoy your food when you eat. So <laughs> the food at the Hermitage was incredible. And I developed this new habit. I don't check my phone. I don't listen to things. I don't have my computer out. I don't read. I just fully enjoy my food because the food was so good. So I was eating mindfully. I chewed my food more. I soaked in the flavors. I enjoyed it more. And this is great. And this is probably one of the reasons why the French live longer, even though their food is so uh, filled with saturated fat, is because they sit down and, and they socialize while they eat. They eat very slowly. So the tool, put down your utensils after every bite. Slow down and let yourself salivate. So my newest research is <laughs> the rebirth, Jack 2.0, new habits, mindsets, and life goals. It's about my experience in the darkness retreat. It's a 3,000 word letter to my new self. And beware, it may lead you to rethink your lifestyle. So check it out. And this is a photo of me in my little darkness hut. Oh my gosh. Wow, I was so happy to get out. Oh my God. Okay. And... I want to encourage you to um, comment below. Comment below with an extreme self-development experience you've had, just as I've had. Uh, I've immersed myself in solitary confinement for eight days. So comment below. I'd love to hear your suggestions, extreme self-development experiences. And thank you again for believing in my mental health mission. You're funding my free public and sober dance parties across the world. If you would like to gift a free credit to a friend, here is the secret link at the bottom of this newsletter, and it will give people a free credit to the Joy Lab. And here is my interview with Marco, who is a mentor and ally to me. I love him dearly. Have a wonderful oxytocin-filled day, my friends. It's been since April, I think, that I've known you, that uh, I jumped on a call with you, Marco, and you just got me so fired up about building a human connection, 
industry association, man. And I, I feel this way whenever I jump off calls with you. I'm just fired up. And I think our relationship is really exemplary of what awesome, like what relationships can be. Like we can feel so fired up after we connect. And I'm so glad you spontaneously jumped on a flight to join me in Guatemala. You were in Wyoming in some sort of intentional village. Um, brother, share with us, uh, share with us who you are as a facilitator and some of your facilitation experiences. <laughs> Sorry, Jacques. Sorry, Jacques, but I'm, I'm really laughing at the sort of that, the industry association idea. Um, one of one of my brilliant ideas that that came to nothing but as i have a friend who who likes to say you know it doesn't that's not the point it's like you have 100 great ideas and mm-hmm. if one if, if if one of them ever comes to anything that's a win <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, anyway we could possibly bookmark that and, and 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 work on it later um so what was the question again your facilitation experience what do you facilitate uh, yeah, so I mean, I found the authentic relating movement about five years ago, and I just just fell into it, um, like a, some might call it like a deep well. And I've been uh, authentic relating. Um, there's there's two primary practices in authentic relating. One is uh, circling, it's called, and the other is um, authentic relating games. And it's just it's just a way of being with people that brings out the best of people and creates experiences of connection and intimacy and ultimately transformation. Um, I'm also the author of a book called The Circling and Authentic Relating Practice Guide. Um, you can get it for free at circlingguide.com, um, which gives a history of the movement and you know, a lot of tips and resources and things. Oh, yes. Yeah. So just for context, I just finished my authentic relating level one training and it was magical. There's there's five practices. It's owning your experience, honoring yourself, uh, assuming nothing. These are some of the core principles of authentic relating. Now, this is the Joy Lab, Marco. So what is the the advice what what is some practical advice or a tool that you use to ignite joy when you're facilitating in groups? Uh, I I don't know why I'm I'm feeling giggly giggly being with you t- today, Jacques. <laughs> uh, just like it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a lot of fun being with being with you, Jacques, because we have this uh, this connection. Um, almost like this ideological connection, like, yeah. you, you know, you call it connection, the elixir of life. Um, and I just feel exactly like that. Um, and the, the, the primary talk of connection is actually vulnerability. Um, you know, Bernie Brown has built a whole career around this. Um, so it's just revealing to others um, what's going on inside you in the moment, in, in the present moment. Um, and, you know, that practice alone is so powerful and, of course, very scary and very risky and, you know, requires <clears throat> a level of attunement to others because, you know, some people may be, not be interested or judgmental or scared. Um, but in that case, you can mirror um, your, your reaction to them, right? And I, I call it basically showing up in truth and care in all your relationships, 
And, you know, for me, this is a, it's a spiritual practice. It's my prime directive. It's my, my enlightenment. You know, I, I attempt to do this all the time continuously. <laughs> so not always with great success, of course, but that's part of the point. Lovely. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely have firsthand experience with uh, your vulnerability. And, you know, we do these entrepreneur circles together and uh, everyone, uh, you know, like it's just this principle of when you open up first as a facilitator, um, you change the vibe in, in a group uh, and you you really create opportunities for, for deeper connection. And it just starts with, with the opening up yourself first, you know. Um, and sh- share with us that that's a great tool for relationships and unlocking joy in relationships because i think vulnerability doesn't always have to be um it it doesn't have to be these uncomfortable emotions it can be these positive emotions as well and i think vulnerability is often regarded as you know like oh sorrow and like oh trauma like it you know revealing secrets but it can also be the joy but uh, share with us, like in groups that you facilitated, Marco, what is a, a tool that you've used in groups, maybe related to vulnerability or something else? Well, I mean, my primary developmental practice is is the circling practice. Um, so, you know, vulnerability is, excuse me, <clears throat> I mean, one component of that, but there's, you know, there's more to it. There's you know, paying attention, there's empathy, there's presence. Um, so are you looking for like one primary tool? or Practical tool that we can apply in our sessions, perhaps. Um, well, I, I basically advise people to, um, to try circling. Yeah. Uh, you know, because <laughs> circling, it's a very uh, uh, complex I mean, actually, I won't say complex, but it, it's a it's a very very powerful process, and it it's very hard to describe if you haven't actually experienced it. Um, but it's basically just being in presence with people and communicating what's happening with us in the present moment, although not exclusive of story, what we call stories or coaching, uh, you know, or even advice giving. Especially, I mean, I advice you know, if someone wants your advice, it is a, a an act of love to give it to them. Uh, if you have something that they would be receptive to. So circling is not exclusive of, of any forms of, of relationship, but it's primarily based on truth and care and presence in the moment. Mm-hmm. I love that. Do you have a, a technique for really getting people present in the moment? Yeah, well, that's that's a very it's a very tricky thing because uh, there is no single technique. Yeah. Um, you know, we we you know we like to begin groups with uh, just um, a moment of of breathing together, dropping in. Sometimes we do this thing called the noticing game, which is um, just noticing what what's going on with us and 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 how we how we relate to other people in the moment. Um, uh, yeah. Mm. That's a great tool, the noticing game. Um, I'm sure it's somewhere in the circling guide or authentic relating games manual. Um, so Marco, 
tell us uh, what what is what is a tool that you have or that you use in your life for for unlocking joy in your mind. Um, well, so so you know, I was I, I heard the question like five minutes ago, and I was kind of wondering how I'm going to respond to that. <laughs> uh, like the truth of the matter is, like I'm not very good at that. <laughs> I you know I I I have had a, a you know somewhat a turbulent life trying to uh, find a certain level of connection and, and of success. Uh, you know, actually, I, I actually call it the. 40-year war against myself and against the world, trying to make a buck and get a little love, mostly unsuccessfully. Um, but, you know, I, I am very persistent. I will, I will give myself credit for that. And, you know, I have, you know, I'm like 61 years old right now, and I have reached the point in my life where I'm actually finally, you know, feeling content. Uh, so, um, I, you know, I don't have any specific tool, just like don't give up. I love it. I love it. And I think um, the tool that comes to mind there is pausing and acknowledging how we're making progress. And oftentimes, as an entrepreneur, I just focus on all the reasons why I'm messing up. And I don't really celebrate myself. And I think that you're kind of letting yourself celebrate your progress a little more, Marco. And I think that's so important to celebrate ourselves. Um, you know, just by saying in our minds, like thanking ourselves in our minds, but also putting our attention on the things worth celebrating, um, especially like with our projects and our self-development. And Marco, with your body, do you have a tool or do you have advice for, for bringing more joy in, into your body? Uh, well, you know, in, in Laramie that I just uh, left, um, Laramie, Wyoming, I, I, I used to do the, the, hot, the steam baths. <laughs> and then you, you go in and out of the pool afterwards. Um, I, I, do, I do like to do yoga and uh, I do this thing called the Shivananda Yoga, very, very powerful um, yoga sequence and the first uh, 15 minutes um, are actually uh, a complete workout because you do these sun salutations mm. and you do two breathing exercises and sun salutations so just to do that in the morning it, it only takes 10 10 12 minutes yeah. kind of really completely shifts my day and unfortunately most days I I don't do it but now <laughs> now that I'm with Jacques who's kind of kicking my ass every day uh, well I mean not not direct <laughs> not directly kicking my ass in a positive way like inspiring me I think I might <laughs> I might uh, do that start doing that <laughs> lovely Final question I have for you is what is the best life advice you've received or given? <laughs> received or given? Um, well, these are, these are tough questions. I mean, it just, um, you know, we, we live in a culture that does not encourage the, um, the, the adoption of values that further and support fundamental human needs, which are essentially connection to other people, connection to source, um, and uh, sensual or, or sexual expression. Okay, in fact, we live in a culture that shames us for having these needs and, and having these values. So, you know, the best advice I can give in a in a in a in a short segment is is is, is just 
you know, uh, what does Joseph Campbell says? Follow, follow your bliss. I mean, it, that's kind of trite, but that is ultimately the um, the secret. Is um, you know, pursue what lights you up, and uh, don't pay too much attention to anything that people will say f- say to you. But you know, specifically, um, realize that the pursuit of enlightenment is not a, a short game. It's something that, that has to be done, you know, fairly consistently. Um, and, you know, you will, you know, you will succeed. You know, I'm, I'm 61 years old and I've been, you know, suffering for 40, 40 plus years, including years and years of, of major depression. And, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I, I finally am beginning to understand what living a full creative connected life is about and i'm very very happy about that Mm, mm. yeah you said uh you emphasize long term you mentioned consistency you mentioned like natural sources of bliss um and i think you know it's easy to get trapped in this consumerist hedonistic lifestyle especially in the west and so i think when we're talking about following your bliss, it's really about like bliss from within, bliss from connections. It's this healthy, enlightened form of bliss. Marco, I can't wait to motorbike around the lake with you. Um, and yeah, man, really, really thankful for your time. And everyone, check out the Circling Black Guide. I linked it right here. <laughs>